Sex, Sex Criminals! Woo! Okay, that'll do it. <laughs>
I'm nervous for Doctor Strange because I think it could just be an exercise of nostalgia. Like No Way Home almost almost was that close because it had obviously spoilers if you haven't what well why am i saying spoilers if you've listened to this podcast you've you've you know what happened in no way home but like obviously it's great that they had all the villains they had the original spider-man in as well and toby Maguire was there and for me he was my spider-man so <laughs> <laughs> But I, I'm nervous when I saw the trailer to Multiverse of Madness. So we know Patrick Stewart's going to oh, be in it. To, I mean, I, I think I'm on Simone's side here. I completely think that Multiverse. I'm more excited for Multiverse of Madness than for oh, loving, loving Thunder. Is that, yeah. that what it's called? Right? I, I keep yeah. calling it Love, Love and Rocket. Love and hip hop. That's hip hop. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> I keep um, calling it Love and Rockets, like the yeah. comic book Love and Rockets, but it's yeah. really not. I because I think. I, I, I do agree with what you said, Simone. I do think there is a kind of a formula now that Marvel follow and these trailers yeah. kind of like, yeah. But having said that, for Ragnarok probably is up definitely top five Marvel films for mm. me. And the fact that Taika's back and, you know, um, I really, like I said, I really enjoyed that one. So I'm happy to get more of the same. Um, but Multiverse of Madness just seems like it's going to open up something weird and new and i'm really yeah. excited to see what happens mm. and also sam raimi's directing it so i'm all yeah i mean i'm totally, all for that totally i, I mean, think we've said before chris on on in previous podcasts we've been on together that i am looking forward to it and mm. i love sam raimi i just don't want it to be oh do you remember the x-men do you remember you know because they've got the <laughs> they're gonna have in there um the illuminati from the comic books it's clearly what's they're kind of hinting at in the trailer I'm kind of like, I'm almost certain Tom Cruise is also going to be in this film as Tony Stark. Like, I'm almost 100% certain that's going to happen. So I'm a little bit like, is it going to be too much of them being okay, like, I'm, le- I'm less excited now. <laughs> <laughs> You've ruined it. You've, You've ruined, ruined it. You've ruined it. You've ruined it. Do we think, just quickly, because um, before we move on, mm. is this, this is Thor's like, farewell, right? This is... Do you think? I think so. I think this is it for... Thor. I just, I, I don't know, I just get that vibe. Do you think he's going to die or something? No, no, just, you know, go off into the for you know, they can't into kill the off every, they, can't, they, can't, they can't kill off every Avenger when they're done with it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, they were like, just going to kill him. Iron Man, gone. Captain yeah. America, gone. gone. Thor, you're next. Gone. <laughs> Black Widow, gone. Spo- spoilers for Black Widow, by the way. Um, yeah. uh, Endgame, which was gone three, three years ago. Now. <laughs> Um, I still get I still get people saying that oh, I haven't seen Endgame yet. I was like, oh, what? Well, what? <laughs> I don't know what to say. To yeah, you. we're no longer friends. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I just I just get that vibe that this might be it. Because yeah, know, it does feel like almost send offy, doesn't it? The trailer because he's done yeah. what, four Thor films. Four, I mean, four films. Four, it feels yeah. fitting. Four, four it? films. Yeah. <laughs> um, say that three times fast. Yeah, no, jeez. <laughs> Um, but I mean, Iron Man only got three, and Captain America got three, and you know, I mean, Hulk's not even got one, so you know. But do we count the second Thor film? Is that not just sort of like? No, I mean, it definitely brushed under the film. brushed under the carpet. No, no, no. I, I mean, it. It, it happened. Yeah, that's, that's it, about yeah. it. <laughs> um, but no, I don't. I don't know. It's a shame because I think actually Thor is probably my favorite of the original six as a character. I feel mm. like his arc's been the most interesting and. You know, obviously Chris Hemsworth's great as Thor, and uh, 
Although I'm really glad he changed his eyebrows from the first film because yeah. they were distracting as hell. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. It'd be sad, but I just I just get that vibe. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, it kind of makes sense as well for the character to be moving on from the original Avengers, right? So mm. it kind of makes sense. Obviously, with Natalie Portman coming back as well, it's like, what does that mean? Is she replacing him? Is I mean, are we, there? are we all happy about her coming back, Simone? No, she's a glory hugger. Just, <laughs> the only reason she's here is because it's doing well now. She, yeah, I'm not pleased. I'm not pleased. You left, just leave. You know, you can't just come back now that things are, are golden. It's not how it works. Well, I mean, it's clearly how it works, but I'm not happy about it. It'd be nice to see uh, the character of Jane Foster get, you know, like maybe a, an end to an arc because it kind of just died really quickly um, and see what yeah. comes back. I'd be, I'd, I would rather Darcy came back than um, from, the from obviously she was in one division, but... Uh, that is her name, right, Darcy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's Darcy. Yeah, friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The fr- she, she. I'd I much prefer her to come back, to be honest, and be in yeah, it. Yeah, she was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was. Fun. She is fun. When she and when she turned up in well. one division, I was like, yes, this show is finally kicking in now. <laughs> Loving it. Hopefully, you didn't yeah. just hear it. Then I just hit my microphone, but it's fine. We'll play it off. It's cool. Post production stuff. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, do we have any other news or should we jump straight into well, our... We've, we've got the, the Lightyear trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. This week. That looked good. I'm, I'm it all... did actually... Oh! oh it it look, you know what? It does look good. I just don't see the point. I mean... <laughs> it's, it's for me. Fair. It's like when Toy Story 4 was announced. I was like, why? It's like it was, Toy Story yeah. 3 was great. It ended No, it so wasn't. Well. No, oh, Toy Story. No, all right. This is a maybe oh, a different oh, episode. Let's hold off on this. <laughs> Toy Story Three is just Toy Story Two, but they've changed Sticky Pete to be a pink bear. That's literally the same film. It's just the same film. Whereas Toy Story Four actually did something different. Like I like Toy Story Four. I've always quite it was, good. It was quite scary, actually. With, like, yeah, little, uh, I, they, I, are I got they like marionette dolls. Is that what they called them? Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> I. I mean, I. I. I I like Toy Story 4. But I think this looks fun. That's fair. It I, does I look fun. Is... And it's yeah. got a great cast behind it, which yeah, is obviously key. Tim Allen's you know. not in it either, which is great. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, got Chris Evans in, because, you know, you know. why not? <laughs> everyone loves Chris Evans. Yeah. You just get someone everyone likes. So, yeah. uh, And um, Taika's in this one as well. Taika's also in everything these days. He is. Yeah, he's so, getting around. I mean, I... There's not much you can say on it, I think, in terms of a trailer. It just looks like a fun film. I get what you mean yeah. by you don't get the point of it. It's not like a, a going to be a huge thing. I don't. I don't expect it to revolutionise film. It just looks like it's going to be a good time. No, no but it's it's it. it's fun. You know, it's it's mm. it's the it's it's the story that gave us buzz. You know, yeah, so the film true. within the film. You know, it's very meta. If they play on that, I think that would change cinema. If they just have it like. <laughs> The, the toys from Toy Story are watching a film on TV oh, of imagine? that. That yeah. would actually be pretty good. And then it yeah. pans out like the Holy Mountain and it turns out we're watching them and we're being filmed on the screen. That would be pretty messed up. Yeah. I'd be I'd be like, wow, this looks great. I, w- I was I was thrown by the animation because I was like, why have they not animated it the same way? But then it kind of grew on me. So then I was fine with it. I went on a real rollercoaster of emotions. Yeah, this is <laughs> in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. We've opened a can of what Maybe we should just jump into the, the comic because I yeah, feel like we're maybe. getting into something. <laughs> 
Okay, so uh, we're going in with a synopsis then. Mm. Oh, Ian? yeah. Yes. This, I will try and do a synopsis of every comic book we read. Okay, so this one... Sex criminals is the name. Woo! <laughs> woo! And, woo! And being sex criminals is the game, I guess. Uh, but no, it's, it's about a young woman who is trying to save her library and meets this really charismatic man who's really funny and gets her and loves the literature that she loves. And they have very similar sense of humor and they click and he wants to help her save her library. But at the same time, which is kind of like the standard sort of like tropes of, uh, of a story, but the sort of fantastical element of it is that when they both have sex and come to uh, orgasm, they both can freeze time. Um, and they will remain able to walk around in this frozen scape that she calls the quiet place. And uh, they can do what they want in that, where they come up with their idea to start robbing banks to save said library. Um, I feel like that's a good synopsis. That's is, a very good is, synopsis. Yeah, is Wikipedia close or am I better than Wikipedia? Wikipedia is only like two lines long, so you've done much better than me. <laughs> this, uh, this is like every week we'll do Ian versus Wikipedia in terms of synopsis. So is it, is, it, is it Wikipedia one, Ian one? No, I, I was better last time. Were you better last time? I'm yeah. sorry. I, I feel like, on. yeah, I feel it's two, two to zero. Come on, don't give it... I, I'm unbeaten in synopsis right now. Undefeated! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's... I really enjoyed it, if that's like... We can jump into that. I really enjoyed yeah. the comic book. I think there's some bits that we can talk about in terms of maybe... You guys can maybe explain some bits to me, maybe. But I think generally, um, I thought it was really fun. And it's very well written and... Um, it's very self-aware as well. Like I think for mm. a comic book of its title, as we said when we started, as you said, Sim, it's it's uh, going to be adult themed, but it doesn't do it in like a crude, over the top way where the humor's just yeah, like, yeah, penis jokes or something like that. Mm. It's actually quite smart. It does have those in, but it does it in a, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are there are they are there. It's just uh, yeah. <laughs> You will uh, see some penis jokes. That's all yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, I I think I, I agree because um, obviously we spoke about this a uh, number of weeks ago now when we mm. talked about it, we were going to talk about it, and I'd never heard of it and immediately bought it, and then uh, was weirdly reading it on the train the other day. Uh, luckily, there was no one around, so um, a little old woman's looking. Yeah, at you just, <laughs> just like it's really good. And, uh, <laughs> but I agree. I think it's it's got a really great sense of humor. I like the way it kind of uses the fourth wall breaks to yeah. kind of do its exposition not in a clunky way because sometimes you get that kind of mechanism and because i think ever since deadpool mm. started off well popularized kind of fourth wall breaks again that mm -hmm. kind of there's a lot of play, things that try and do it and don't do it as well but mm -hmm. i think this really does that the way it flashes back and forth between the past and the present where um yeah and explains the whole situation uh and all the little recurring jokes and the little hidden details in there. It's just great. There's always, mm -hmm. there's just tons of stuff. Oh to enjoy. yeah. We'll get to those. Some yeah. of those like little things in the <laughs> I've, background. I've got some, great. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sim? Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I, yeah, I loved the, um, is it, oh Christ, I've forgotten her name. Susie? Yeah. Susie, yeah. Yeah, Susie. Susie um, she's our like honorator. And then she's sort of like giving us a running commentary of everything that's happening. 
and yeah, I absolutely like I laughed, I audibly laughed. Yeah, yeah. Reading yeah. this, and I don't think that happens often. Like you know, you'll you'll be reading something, and you're sort of maybe you'll. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was laughing. I was cracking up on the sofa reading this. Um, yeah, absolutely adored it. It yeah. is good. Yeah. It is good. I think particularly the writing, like we've all said how much we found it really funny. I think comic pop on, on YouTube, like I watched a small thing after I read this, like I did a bit of like reading around. I've not my mic again. Shh, it's fine. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, with the re- I like listened around for like other people's opinions on it. And somebody on Comic Pop, she said that they compared it to writing of like almost early Kevin Smith style um, yeah. films like Clerks and, and and that sort of like very witty, self-aware, knowing what it is. And as you say, I think the big part of that is that fourth wall break. I think it that is done so well where Susie is narrating us the story. And it's done, I think, something that can easily happen, as you say, with fourth wall breaks is that they become dominating of the 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 comic. And it becomes a comic is almost like a gimmick of the fourth wall break, which controversially, I think some Deadpool, Deadpool comics do that too much. And it becomes a bit too much like, oh, he's so self-aware. I really like that this is just a way of telling this story and making it fluid. And it works really, really well. Um, Great. Yeah, it is really good. And I like the coming of age, like that both of them went through by finding out they had this power. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah, I think like you said before, it's got this crazy high concept thing going with all these silly moments and craziness going on. But it does deal with um, its topic really sincerely at the same mm. time, which is weird mm-hmm. considering it's, funny and it is rude and crass at times but it doesn't do it in a very overt and you know off-putting kind of way it, yeah. but it still handles its material quite delicately at the same mm-hmm. time it's a it's a very fine balance that to get with something like this and i don't know how they've done it but they they did and i agree with you someone i was i've been i was laughing out loud even rereading it the bits i've seen before because it's mm. funny every time you, you you see some of these panels and see what they're doing and saying it's hilarious <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like for me, one of the 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 best moments uh, to sort of jump ahead. One of the best moments for me was mm. that bathroom scene with um, <laughs> the drawings on the wall. Yeah, yes. And it's like this this idea of like you know because it is a sort of like coming of age slash origin story for um, Susie and John, and it's this idea of like learning about sex and where people learn about sex in this really like authentic way. Mm. And it's just like, we, we've all seen, you know, we, we've all, we've all, we were all teenagers once. We all saw the scribblings on the bathroom walls and some of them absolutely horrifying. For, yes. for context, for context, for people listening, if you haven't read it, obviously pause this and go read it. But there's a bit where Susie one of the older girls who is perhaps more experienced in sex and that that world takes Susie into the bathroom to basically give her the lowdown what all sex is about. And it isn't like <laughs> she doesn't really explain anything other than different sex positions, but they are some of the funniest, like ridiculous ones that you will ever see. I think my favorite one is the one called the user agreement. I think that one <laughs> yeah. is great like looking at it right now there's so many uh what's your favorite uh i like the fact that there's one that doesn't even get a drawing 
and the basically it's one called the three second rule taco and it doesn't even get a drawing it's just got <laughs> Susie's reaction going oh my god <laughs> so you can only imagine what that might be I was just like what is that but some of them are great I mean chocolate McKitten that's is, my favorite Jesus. that's my yeah. favorite yeah. it's just like to what end but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to what end would you ever I'm gonna I'll... I'm gonna explain the drawing. So it, it's this it's, this is it's definitely a why we've got the user yeah. parental guidance <laughs> yeah. on this episode. It's, We're gonna explain these sex moves to you. <laughs> it's a couple and they are they are bent over cheek to cheek, but cheek to cheek, <laughs> and they are defecating on the floor. The chocolate, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I do agree. I was like, what, who's getting what out of that situation? But there is another one. I won't describe it for anyone because I don't think I can in the same way. But the candle in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> the, the it just die. says, you know, for Lady Die. <laughs> I also, I love the response to brimping, which yeah. is just. Oh, yeah, funny. that one could be good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, that one yeah, could be all right. Yeah, I, it, I think that scene, you are so right, Sim that that really does like it, it it does encapsulate i guess the humor of this comic book like perfectly mm. it really does do a great job of like encapsulating what this story is kind of about it's not it's a coming of age story particularly this first volume i obviously we can talk about what we think is going to happen later on but um this first volume is us very much getting to know these mm. characters and their journey mm. and their journey of adolescence yeah i think I, it's what Sorry, go on. No, go ahead, man. That was all I was just saying. I was just saying, I think as well, um, we might have touched upon this already, but the way it kind of, it really highlights how young people struggle to learn yeah. properly about yes. things like sex. So um, I know, Simone, obviously you watch it as well, but there's the TV show Sex Education kind of has a similar theme where there's not, there's no resources for young people because mm. people are unwilling or, you know, not even, don't have information to t- talk to young people about sex in a positive and proper way. Exactly. So they go, that's how they find out about these things through drawings on bathroom stalls and, mm. you know, asking someone who may or may not know, you know, mm. and it's really, it's obviously a bit, a quite a scary time at the best of times, but then when you realize that when it happens to you, time freezes, God that's also another one of my favorite bits is when she first goes up to the older girls and basically screams at them and goes what about that thing what happens when time freezes and then she basically realizes that they don't know what she's talking about she goes okay bye and just runs <laughs> away <laughs> but yeah. it's kind of that whole thing of yeah it's funny and yeah obviously it's we're laughing at the pictures but it's a harsh reality of yeah that's how the that's really how it is for young people sometimes to learn about these things. And there's not that kind of, I mean, 100%, especially for, um, uh, John, isn't it? John. Yeah. Especially yeah. for John. Sorry. We should really know the characters names <laughs> for that person. You're the one in the comic, the one yeah. who also like, I, I broke, I didn't, I'm not sure if you know this, Chris, but, uh, the uh, John's character looks very much like the writer, Matt Fraction. They look like, really similar <laughs> so when i was reading it i just couldn't help but think maybe this was like what happened I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, he does as well he wow. does yeah. I, he really it's, does it's so close um yeah i mean particularly for john's character like the the fact that 
you know, majority of what he learned about sex was through essentially pornography. That is what happens a lot, sadly, for a lot of adolescent teen boys that they go and turn to pornography because obviously education in school is really poor. And they do touch upon that with Susie, obviously, uh, with those books. One of the books she was reading is like, your body and you and your parents. Yeah. (laughs) Like, but it's true that it's just the system is not very well put together to educate teens and adolescents in sex education yeah and i I do think they show it really well with both male and female experiences it it does yeah balance that sorry simone go on no no, i was just gonna say that like because like immediately after she goes to her friend in the toilets and gets that sort of like rundown on what sex is about like she goes to the doctor and the doctor's like well you know if you're having sex it should be with your husband yeah. And then she speaks to her mum about it, and her mum's like, "Well, I'm raising a slut," and yeah. it's it's it really like hits home that like sometimes teens have nowhere to go except to like John does to the internet or to each other that, who don't they don't know what they're talking about, and mm-hmm. yeah, that just it was it was funny, but yeah, it was that real sort of such like, a stigma attached to the whole reality. Thing as well. mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, it's very well written. Like mm-hmm. it, I, I must say, like I I of comic books I've read read recently i think it is one that i put high up on terms of like the how matt fraction has actually put the story together and Mm. the way he's written it it's very well put together for both those experiences and i think it really has something to say about that which is great and i am excited to see where it goes because i think yeah it that we've got plenty of volumes coming up there's seven in total it's a finished story as well um and I don't think I've, I'm hoping obviously volume one is more of this like them coming in age. And then as we go through, maybe it will explore it when you're an adult and having to deal with this sort of thing. And, mm. you know, I think it is very well done. I'm very, uh, I'm very much happy with it. <laughs> like, it's very good. That's Ian's review. <laughs> I think, I think for me as well, it'd be interesting to see how the dynamic of the relationship obviously goes between John and Susie. Cause it's towards the end when obviously they're using their, let's call it powers because that's what it is um <laughs> to uh to um rob the bank then they're you start to see like their relationship free a little bit as they sort yeah. of come apart so it's interesting to see how it'll be in, it will be interesting for me because i i've purposely not bothered to read anything about this I just same wanna, same well i want to um just read each volume and then experience the story that way but kind of see where that's going because obviously in their initial stages obviously they're figuring things out together and chatting and it's all great and then but suddenly i think the wheels are shaky a little bit on their relationship so it'll be interesting mm. to see what happens there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no i agree and i think it's also maybe something i got from this is maybe like just because they have and maybe if you use this freezing of time as a simile of like perhaps you attached to somebody that you have something in common with um that doesn't mean necessarily you are fit for each other Mm -hmm. clearly they've pulled to each other because they have this same thing and they have similar likes as well obviously like that's where they clicked but they may not be well matched um that's what i felt at the end as well like the end of the comic book kind of leaves you in a bit of not dread i'm not like oh my god things are going to get really bad but it as you say it doesn't feel secure it doesn't feel like a secure relationship that they're in. Mm. Mm. I also kind of went off John a little bit. Yeah, or, me too. Yeah. He needs to stop pooping yeah. in plants. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
he's using his powers very much for evil. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, because obviously at the start, the relationship's fresh, but it's like, I guess, like any film you see where it's like, you know, two people get together, you know, suddenly and then over time you get to know them and you realise that John might be a bit of a, you know, he's not the best guy and mm. you know he's he's got issues but i like yeah. i do but then I, I i like the fact that these aren't obviously one-dimensional characters they've really thought out they've got their mm-hmm. own stuff going on they're not just it's not just a simple case of these two people realize that when they have sex they can stop time and then they're going to just do a bunch of stuff they've got whole other dynamics to their personality going on and i'm really looking forward to seeing how that all plays out mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I went off John for a bit. So. <laughs> I don't like John no yeah. more. <laughs> it started so good, and now it's yeah. bad. Um, yeah, that's fair. I mean, what do you what do you think, Sim? Do you think it'll where do you think it will go? I guess. I don't know. I, that's that's why I read. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll move on. Then. <laughs> no, I, um, I mean, I'm interested to see more about the sex police. That yeah, I, yeah, we yes. haven't mentioned that as well. You haven't mentioned yeah, the, the sex. Well, that you didn't mention them in the synopsis. So I, I didn't, but I didn't, I didn't know whether we were just going into spoilers. We didn't even say spoilers. There's sex police in this as well, by the way. <laughs> if you're going to be sex criminals, there's going to be sex. There's going to be sex police. Um, yes. Come then on, it's, it's, you should know that. <laughs> like how how legitimate are the sex police? You know? Yeah, so the ending of, like, is quite funny. Instead of like having yeah. a baton, he's got like a dildo he's carrying. Yeah. Around. Like, <laughs> yeah. How legitimate is this organization? And there's that guy with just like a mask on. Who's <laughs> just... What is that mask? What is that? And it's, that was something I was going to ask you guys. I was like, obviously, I know it's meant to be like, again, very parental guidance on this one, but obviously, it's meant to be like almost gimp esque. But yeah. I was like, what is that? What is that meant? Because he also looked quite like at the, at the back of the book, there's. um. The, them like drawing the uh, characters and how they design and like a lot of the time artists will do poses that will then they'll use to draw and there's one of them like pose like that guy co- as they're walking in like very meek and arms are like dangling i was like what is this guy's problem what's <laughs> happening with him is he okay like yeah it's like yeah weird go, I, go like, on, I like how the like the, the main woman for the sex police is kind of like obviously takes her job very seriously but she's got this home life which just gets in the way yeah and she's like shouting at her kids over the phone so she's she's trying to have this air of authority and you think when you first meet you think oh my god she's serious business but then she's still like you know doing tacos for dinner and stuff like that <laughs> it just adds it's like oh so even they don't have it all figured out yeah so it's like who's going to come out on top because everyone's kind of like running around like headless going don't really know what to do but we're just making it up as we go along yeah yeah <laughs> i love totally. that yeah i like that too as well um yeah. I, yeah i think with that um is that i guess something we haven't discussed as much is like the art style of this is like really 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 good and plays mm. upon like it, it's almost with the sex police as well um how do you pronounce his last name chip zadarkas zadarsky zadarsky as somebody who's dyslexic i'm sorry that i'm butchering that name i'm really sorry um but he does a really amazing job of doing very subtle changes to the art style as you go through that each time we go through like a different so when we go into the quiet place it's almost becomes like a quiet it's the quiet Oh yeah, the quiet. Sorry, the quiet I'm place is something completely film. different. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no affiliation. Uh, no affiliation. There's no, you know, creatures coming to kill people, as far as we know. But it would um, be terrible if every time you did that, you went to the quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be horrific. Maybe that, this is a prequel to that. You know? Yeah, jeez. 
That would uh, that that would that would help teach kids abstinence. <laughs> Every time you had sex, you went to the quiet place. And you yeah. couldn't make a sound. Oh my god! Oh, if there's anything that you get from this podcast today, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. When you go to the quiet, um, it almost becomes dream esque, and the the panels and the coloring changes. Not so much that it's like a different art style, but just everything becomes a bit softer. Mm. um and and when we're doing the more like narrative we're going through the story it is more um uh, cartoon-esque and a bit more approachable in the sense that it's again like quite nice and like cartoony but when we get to the more like quiet and perhaps when they're what's the word i'm looking for admiring each other like when uh, one of my favorite parts of the comic is when they have Susie singing um fat bottom girls uh, oh, by Queen, but they can't have it in the comic because they don't have the rights to it so <laughs> they just have like her narrating over the bubbles that bit almost becomes again quite dreamlike and i really i thought the art in this was great i don't know about mm. you guys but i thought it was really really well done yeah for sure the um like the the style of the quiet or come world as john Conk calls it um is beautiful like all the, the ripples and the like uh light uh i don't even know, I don't even know like what the actual what term for it is but like when you get like circles because of light mm. Abs- mm-hmm. yeah 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 i just don't fractals I, I don't know i'm trying to sound technical i don't know what i'm talking call about. them fractals because then yeah. it's like matt fraction's <laughs> name we yeah, can, like, we'll use that <laughs> Oh, it's a new, okay, we've 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 coined a new term. Fractals, fractals. Um, yeah, absolutely stunning. Mm. Yeah, mm. I agree. I think yeah, because when you've got obviously the story beats and the narrative stuff, when they're just you know in the normal world, obviously it's very like stark, bold colors, and then it just sort of glows into this kind of beautiful, it's really gorgeous to look at. Sometimes this comic when you're eyes aren't drawn to the various paraphernalia in the stores that they're in but um <laughs> just like what are you talking we, about chris yeah i don't know um <laughs> holding the comic upside down go, what even is that yeah. um, <laughs> um but but all those things and then all the detail that they put in here so if you're just if you like one of my favorites is I, it's it's straight after the uh the toilet graffiti scene when she goes to the doctor there's a poster of a cat yes. <laughs> that says hang in there kitty get yours checked and an arrow <laughs> pointing down to it. it's just like <laughs> I've missed that in my first read for it and I was like hold on a second wait and then I started looking for all of them and I think the level of detail the care they've clearly put into making this look as good as it does is just so well done mm. it's great it's great to look at and great to read for yeah, sure. I really enjoyed it. Even yeah. in that same scene, uh, Chris, the um, sort of like doctor's cloak that she's got on while she's getting checked, it says sexual Gary. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Just, I like how both of us are like, what? Wait a minute. This is great. It does. It does as well. <laughs> like, oh my God. I didn't, again, I didn't get that on the first read, but when I read back, I was just like, what? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so a gynecologist good. called Sexual Gary. Yeah. Outstanding. Another, another favorite of mine is when they're 
in the in the sex shop and there's all the movie posters but they're all spoofs of movies so <laughs> yes. like there's one called spoon which is obviously meant to be moon but it's just like <laughs> yeah. and then obviously uh some of them they're just great i love they it. are great I, yeah. I also like on when before it's her party there's like a poster board of like come to rachel and susie's production soul party and there's two like in the background which is learn how to make comics for dick cash love which yeah. i'm like what <laughs> like, what and then uh, the one behind that is single question mark looking for love and as you read it it's like a standard like uh take my number you know i'm single but then it says you'd return my call love mum and yeah. i'm like <laughs> what uh, that's what i mean you could reread this like 10 times and find something tons of new stuff every time if you really wanted to pour over it it's just yeah. full of stuff especially like i say some of the stuff i can't say out loud but yeah. other stuff in the sex shop is hilarious to look at and yeah read. it really is so funny um yeah i love it it's great can't so wait to I... see what happens next <laughs> well i was about to say are we all looking forward to it yeah absolutely yeah for sure yeah. yeah, awesome. Me too. I think it's going to be good. And I, I was going to say, uh, I'm not sure if you guys were aware. I think this is maybe a good way to, for us to to round up because we, we we do do UK film review podcasts as well. Like me and Chris have been on a few, and Simone, you'll you'll be joining us in the future. Um, they there was meant to be a TV show adaptation for this. Um, but from what I understand, it it kind of just stalled and hasn't like gone anywhere. Um, but do we think this would work as a TV show? I wonder why. It's like. His, his HBO finally said, not even for us, that's too, <laughs> that's too, too much. Far. Oh, <laughs> too no. Game of Thrones, that's fine, but sex criminals, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we can have someone slapping someone with a dildo. That's just not how it works. Um, I mean... I, ooh, go on, Simone, yeah. I was going to say, I think it could work, but I'm not sure that... I, with the abundance of... Especially, like, on Netflix... Mm. Um, there's so many shows that are sex positive and um, I'm not sure where it would fit in and if it would add anything um, mm. to the conversation. Like I, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think sex education mm. really has that whole like genre of like educational sex mm. positive TV show. Like it's, mm. it's it is it outstanding. Really I know well. you, yeah. yeah. I know you haven't seen it Ian, but it, it is. I know I've let down the side. You absolutely sorry. should. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I'm sorry. It's... <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think, I think it could I think work, it... but I just don't know. Well, yeah, I think it could, and I think it's actually probably a good thing to have more sex-positive shows out there. And and if sex criminals could do that, then I think that it they should. I think the problem is, I guess, which was something I thought you were going to touch upon, but you didn't, Simone. So I will. But with <laughs> with <Ouch>. um, the <laughs> with the comic book, like craze that's going on at the moment um which is great to see as a comic book fan we've seen multiple adaptations of a lot of things but especially on streaming these shows get picked up for like one thing and then they get cancelled and very recently that was jupiter's legacy which got picked up they did a season of it and then just completely just got rid of it and um i personally i'm not the biggest fan of jupiter's legacy so like i'm not shocked that it didn't like pick up because it's not really I don't wish to like it's not awful, but I, it's just a weird one to have chosen. Um, 
and I think that's the problem with maybe doing something like this. I think like when you see shows that aren't even comic book related, like Glow getting dropped, which is a really good show, I'm kind of like, how? What's the longevity of sex criminals yeah. in the current like climate? See, that's what you should have talked about, man. That's what you should. <laughs> well, I'll just leave. <laughs> yeah, I, I do, I do, I do get what you both of you are saying. Really, um, obviously, I, and I, I have. I do watch sex education and I do think it it does have kind of the market on that kind of topic and story and it does it really, really well. Mm. Um, that being said, I don't think there's, I don't think you can have enough of that. I don't think, I think there is always, we should always be pushing to have more kind of um, shows or content that talk about sex in a positive way and especially for younger people to learn properly because like another thing um this and sex education does is kind of highlight as we mentioned before the struggles young people have learning about it and but making sure they have the resources to do it i think this would be a really good vehicle to do it in a different funny way not obviously sex education is very funny but this is a whole fantastical element to it as mm. well yeah, so sure. it's just kind of, it would have its i think it has its own usp mm. i but i also agree like is this the kind of thing that netflix will go yeah great and then no actually because the, the, the thing with netflix is people don't latch onto things day one all no. the time no. so this show that if this show doesn't didn't do big numbers in its first week month is is that is that it and also when you obviously with adaptation we all we spoke about how well written this is and all that kind of stuff and the art style how does that translate to mm. tv as mm. long as it, and that's why i'm always conscious of these things is what gets lost in that position because mm-hmm. decisions decisions have to be made to edit these things for tv mm-hmm. like maybe they could get the rights to fat bottom girls that'd be great um mm. but I don't know. It's one of those I'm like, yeah, I'd love to see it, but I'm also wary when these things happen as well. So I agree. I agree. Oh, well, you guys have made some fine points there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. I was, I was, I was wrong. I was wrong. Um, well, yeah, cool. I mean, is that is are we, are we done? Is that it? <laughs> is, yeah. is, is, did we did we talk about our favorite panel? Did we do that? Yeah. Well, I said mine. I don't care about yours. I don't know. How? <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. My, mine's, mine's the fat bottom girls moment. I think that's great. Yeah, I think the fat bottom girls run for me because I, I, I love the way they just worked around it and just didn't bother to drop the whole thing. Yeah, I thought it was great. It's not a sequence that they need, but it just gives another element to the whole thing. And I mm. think... To think, no, actually, I'm gonna we're gonna work with this and we're gonna make something out of it. Just shows that you know these guys have really thought about this, and I like that. There's tons of little moments in there. Mm-hmm. There's there's the um, the the like I said, the movie posters and the cat poster and the doctor's office that really yeah. tickled me. There's the um, the search engine stuff when it's flashing back to John's and it's like the and like. I think it's Ash Jeeves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, that kind of stuff. And then, uh, yeah, there's just tons of little moments in there. But I think for me, the fat bottom girls scene and obviously the graffiti in the toilet scene is probably the top two. What about you, Simone? I do care. Tell us. (laughs) No, you hurt my feelings. No. (laughs) No, No, um, yeah, I really enjoyed the, uh, the, um, the scene in the toilets. And then also for me, it was uh, chaos in Cumworld. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I see that. It's where they've, um, 
they're testing how far they can well I thought we should explain they are testing how far and what they can do um when they both enter the quiet so they go into come world and they sort of move things about um and they wait for time to unfreeze and yeah Mm. it just it goes nuts and if you look at the panels and you just keep looking you just see more and more and it's it's the guy with like just like it looks like a ridiculous amount of dildos shoved into his mouth i i do i do wonder why did he keep eating them he's not eating them he looks like he's eating them like he genuinely looks like he's chowing down on those dildos They've clearly put them in his mouth when they froze him, and he's woken up. He's like woken that. up, and he's, I don't know. He's not, he's not, not eating, eating them. them. <laughs> <laughs> he looks, he looks like he's having a good time. That's why. That's what it looked like to me. Not that I'm judging him. He's having a good time, but like, why is he eating them? <laughs> no one's eating them. Oh my goodness! Yeah, out, outstanding. Yeah, yeah it's good. I will point, I'm just leaping through again now. I've seen one, and it's more from a storytelling perspective. You know when he's they meet at the party and he's singing he's saying lines from Lolita to mm. her. And it's just the way it navigates through it. It's like in yeah. one panel, but it's like a passage of time. Yeah. I just think it's really what the the whole way they write um tell the story in very different ways is great. And that but that for me is one of the highlights as to how they've done that. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. It's I, very good. And also, you know, when they're flashing back to their old partners and stuff and they've got the same the same kind of photo booth picture reels and stuff and mm. it's just like um <laughs> there's like an oddball thrown in there so so like uh john's is like carol Fakay, jen betty and then it just goes george and she's like wait a minute hold on george <laughs> and it's just all those little moments mm. i like i like how they do all that stuff it's very well done yeah, yeah. um nice. I, I oh i just also remembered one more thing i really mm. enjoyed it's um when she's talking about, uh, she's Googled, or not Googled, or searched, uh, Jasmine St. Cocaine. Oh, yeah. And yeah, she that's talks, a great and the, it's it, Jasmine St. Cocaine is this um, porn actress that John has had sort of like an obsession with since he was young. It was the first woman that sort of uh, gave him a sexual awakening. He found and her picture in the woods, didn't he? He found <laughs> yeah. her picture in the woods, and uh, that's how he learned he could stop time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, she's... Uh, Susie's sort of looked her up and is talking about her and being like, oh, you know, well, maybe one of her uncles touched her or something. Um, And she speaks back and she says, like, you know, just because I'm a sex worker, you don't get to shame me or insult me or insist that I came from a background of molestation and abuse. And I thought that was amazing. Yeah, it's really good. It's just like, yeah, yeah, not all sex workers are... Some some people love what they do. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. It's true. That is a good... um, Maybe a good way to end on its sexual positivity vibe that it has. Um, woo! <laughs> woo! Woo! So sex criminals, guys. Woo! woo! <laughs> so, should yeah, we awesome. have like, I don't know, should we have like a ratings system? It's four dildos out of five for me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I could rate it. I feel like because... I mean, we should have decided this before, shouldn't we? We should have decided this before we started recording. Don't you guys have a scale where it's broadly? Yeah, you add an adjective afterwards. Um, What would you say? This is broadly. Broadly broadly great. Yeah, broadly great. Broadly great. I agree. I would agree. I'm excited for Void Two. Me too. Me too. Me three. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks everybody. I hope you've enjoyed it, and yeah, cheers for listening. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs>